we did it. I'm here again. I'm here with you and me and us. And in case you're wondering why I sound so sleepy and a little bit dopey, it's uh, 5.40 Saturday morning. And I, I woke up with a fright from a horrible dream. Want to hear it? Here it goes. Just sleeping, minding my own business. And in my dream, I, for some reason, have ordered, I don't know, three or 400 porn uh, videos shipped directly to my home. And they were on VHS. Now, for kids out there who don't know what a VHS is, before uh, DVDs and Blu-rays, we had these archaic things that were kind of like um, maybe an inch wide and maybe, I don't know, eight inches long and we used to put them in something called, I don't know if it's a VCR or a VHS. Anyway, irregardless, as Rana would say, uh, I had to find out, like think of a place to hide these fucking porno videos in my dream. And hiding a CD or a DVD, easy peasy. You can put that in a pillowcase, you can put that between the mattresses, you could put that, I don't know, 150 million different places, but these VHS tapes, and there was lots of them. <laughs> like so many like a huge crate and at the time I was living with my mom still and I had to find like where am I gonna fucking put these like where where are these gonna go where is cornhole kittens gonna go I gotta find somewhere to put that and they were just like labeled in the boxes they were all fucking <laughs> super pornographic so I got up and I did I think what any what any guy like me would do I was just like <gasps> Oh, fuck. What am I going to do about the porn? And then I woke up and I was like, oh, okay. I don't have to worry about hiding porn. This is 2014. It's all on my phone. Clear cookies. Clear history. Clear browser. Done. What a sigh of relief. Oh, what? Hmm. Somebody goes to, to, to check my history. Oh, wow. You've never, ever Googled anything. That's interesting. <laughs> all right. Mind your own business. Mind your own business. Um... Yeah, so there's that. So then I woke up and I was like, okay, so if you don't know me, if this is your first episode, I'm really sorry that this is kind of how this has gone so far, but go back and listen to the rest of them. Uh, if you don't know me, I'm afraid of the dark. And before Sarah and I lived together, that's my, my girlfriend, my common law partner. And uh, before we lived together, I would sleep with the TV on because I'm afraid of the dark. I know that doesn't make any sense. Afraid of what exactly? the boogeyman. I don't know. I just get creeped out. I just like to have a little bit of light in the room because that's the kind of guy I am. And I've taken to as a compromise, I'll just watch Netflix on my phone or on an iPod and fall asleep to that because I also like, you know, listening to the TV shows and kind of falling asleep listening to it. So at four o'clock when I woke up ish, I looked on Netflix and there was a movie called The Gymnast. Okay. Sounds good, right? There's two girls kissing on the cover. Sounds tray good. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to totally watch this movie till I fall asleep. So then I watch it. And it's about a 43-year-old 40, woman who's in like wicked good shape and she's jogging. Okay, you've got me. I'm hooked. I'm in. She's ripped. She's good looking. She's blonde. But like she's that hot older woman. And I saw a comedian once that said, um, remember when you were younger... And you always wanted to date an older woman. And now that older woman's getting really, really old. It's like, yeah. So I finally found a hot chick. 
that would still be considered older than me because I've always had that fantasy. Like, who doesn't want to, who doesn't want that? I don't know. I guess I'm just into MILFs. I don't know. I always have been, though. I've always had crushes on my teachers and stuff because I'm a dirty pervert. Um, okay, so I've got this movie on. She's jogging. I'm intrigued. And I want to see what happens. So I keep watching the movie and it's just an awful movie. Like even if, if you get like one and three quarter stars on Netflix, that should have told me. But then I thought, well, you know, it's not mainstream. There's going to be two women falling in love in it. No, it was, <laughs> it was fucking awful. On a scale of one to awful, it was fucking awful. So I'm watching, I'm watching. And eventually I just kind of start fast forwarding past the angry husband and they're trying to have a child and this woman is quite obviously in her mid-40s like no that door has closed okay if, if you're 43 I'm not 110 percent but I'm pretty sure those eggs are dried up like I don't I don't know who knows maybe maybe she's the one woman who's going to be fertile in her mid-40s because that's hard shit to do so she'd have sex with her gross husband who hates her and is just tolerating her because that's his life now and she goes and has a, does a headstand in the bathroom, I guess, to help the semen. I, I don't I don't really understand. I'm not a doctor. I don't really know if that's like a legit way to assist conception. Maybe go see a doctor if you're 43. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Sure. So this woman finds herself in a gymnastics gym. I guess she, I don't know. I, I skipped past the, the back part about how she fell maybe or something as a child. I, I don't know. And then she ends up like, you know, I don't know why I'm telling you this. It's just, it's part of what happened to me today. And it's, I've only been awake for an hour and a half now. So let's just go with it. Okay. So she's one, you know, when you go watch Cirque du Soleil and there are these chicks that climb up that long flowy string and then they twirl around and they fall. So they're learning how to do that. That's the premise of the movie. That's what she's doing with all that glorious upper body strength. And there's a little Chinaman lady and I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. I thought, okay, she's going to fall in love with the other coach that's her age and uh really wears really revealing sports bras but no no it was this little Chinaman lady so I'm suffering through this whole movie thinking okay there's gonna be a fucking awesome big old half yellow half white lesbian sex scene in this movie right obviously there's there there wasn't um they're they're making out in a pool and I was like yes who doesn't like a pool makeout session so they kiss once very briefly and then you kind of just um, watch this glass floating in the pool, just float away and a few little moaning noises. And, I, and then the next day it's the morning. And I was like, fuck, really? I invested 45 minutes at four o'clock in the morning for that. That was the big sex scene. No sex scene. The big sex scene is use your imagination. Well, I don't, I don't believe in imagination. Okay. I want to see something. Can I, can I get a nipple? Just like just half a nipple? Can I get just the areola, please? I mean, I've invested a lot in this awful movie and not not a nipple to be found. Not one fucking nipple. Can't believe this. So that was it. That was the big sex scene was no sex scene. And I kind of just kept fast forwarding it past the husband scenes where you just get the impression they don't even really like each other anymore. And it, it, uh, yeah, it turns out it was a fucking awful movie and I wasted an hour and a half of my life so then I decided, well, why not just get the fuck up already, okay? Because nothing's going to work out for me today. No, not today. But I've got a pork roast ready to go in the oven for pulled pork for lunch today. So you needed to know that, and that was really important. But can I just put a word out there in case any of you were, any of you were going to make like a lesbian movie? Could you, could you have a fucking sex scene? 
could you just have like a scene? Could you just, in case there's a fat lesbian in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, who's up at four o'clock in the morning and gets tricked into your fucking awful movie, could you at least have an awesome sex scene? Even keep the clothes on. Maybe a little groping, a little over the clothes groping. Because this half a kiss with a slanty-eyed chick and a white chick who's like 150 years old trying to have a baby. Could you just... Yeah, okay? All right. I think I think we're clear. And I'm not racist against Asians. I'm racist against everyone, including my greasy self. Oh, I'm tired. Okay, let's play somebody who... Do... Oh, <laughs> okay. So uh, I'm a mailman. I work outside temporarily. I don't know <laughs> when I'm going to lose my job, but it's going to be going to be relatively soon and I won't lose it it just may change and they're really not telling us anything which is alarming to me I feel I feel like they don't want to they don't want to worry the sheep they don't want the they're like Temple Grandin and we're the cows and they're just trying to soothe us and have us walk in these circles and nice and quiet and everyone's calm it's terrifying I <laughs> just uh whatever it's gonna walk it off. I may even get to still be a letter carrier. Who knows? It could be. It could be. As long as they don't lay me off, I will go back to the plant. And boy, if you want fucking crazy ass podcasts, wait till I don't sleep again. Awesome. You guys are in for a fucking treat. Okay, anyway, so my point was that it's Winnipeg, it's winter, and I work with um, a girl that's been on the show, Sugar, and she makes me laugh in a way that really not very many people do. And we have these things. It's part of our uniforms if you want one. I don't know if you know what a dickie is. A dickie is uh, kind of like a fake shirt, like a fake turtleneck shirt. Like it doesn't have anything except the chest and the actual turtleneck. So you can put it on and keep your neck warm, I guess. So Sugar was running around uh, screaming this. So I caught it on audio. Hang on. I love my dickie. It's soft and it keeps me warm. My dickie. I love it. And there you have it. She loves her dicky. She really, really loves her dicky. All right, there's, okay. All right, I'm old, I'm 35. I'm old, a little bit chubby, a little bit mean. And there's something I'm not a fan of. It's the mass text. I feel like it's kind of uh, bullshit. I feel like you really shouldn't t send a mass text. Here's an example of a mass text I got. Uh, okay, a mass text is when one person sends a text to like a huge amount of people but instead of saying hey guys i got this i got this okay hey what's up i need a drink lol rough day at work today does that sound to you like it's meant for me did it say hey stupid no did it say my name in it no so this person sent this text to i don't know 50 people hoping to catch a bite hoping to get a drink like i just I don't know why I'm so against it. I just find it really fucking obnoxious. There's like, no, it's, to it's totally generic. I just think that's fucking, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the mass text. I feel like you should specify, like really put my name in it. Or, you know, like the, hey, what's up? So that they can get 60 people texting them while they're in line at the car wash. Like, fuck, fuck off, okay? Read a book, okay? Read, read a book. All right. Now, having said that, having said that, okay, I wanted to talk really quickly. There's a case in Winnipeg. Um, there's a, there, there was a judge named Lori Douglas and her husband long ago when they were married had taken 
some interesting photos of her within the confines of their marriage. She was naked. Some of them, I think, had to do with bondage. And, well, they were married at the time, and she was a lawyer. She climbed the ranks. She became a judge. Her and her husband separated. He was also a lawyer. And he he had those photos, and he had a client, a gigantic black man. Right. This is going to really shock everyone. And he was trying to coerce this giant black man to have sex with his then wife. I think they were still married at that point. And the giant black man was like, uh, no, 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 no. Okay. Now what do you, okay. You're a woman and this gigantic black man does not want to sleep with you. Okay. Did, did she even know that her husband was canvassing? you know, trying to coerce giant black men to sleep with her? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So uh, her husband, the lawyer, paid this gigantic mandingo off with 25 grand and made him sign a paper saying he'd never talk about it again. So the guy took the money and years later came forward when Lori Douglas was a judge and said, hey, I've got these nudie pictures of that slut judge. And she got suspended and it was under review. And they were trying to decide for three fucking years if she would be able to stay as a judge because of these nudie pictures, right? What would Dan Savage say? I think Dan Savage would say that's fucking bullshit. She took the pictures in the confines of her own marriage. And so what? She's a little freaky deaky. doesn't mean that you're a shitty judge. It just means you took some nudie pictures. And I think her husband is the fuck face for sharing them with that giant black man because it really wasn't his place to pimp out his wife and if they were into that kind of shit there's way better options than trying to get your client to fuck your wife so yeah that's that's a goddamn shame I feel like I feel like that's a goddamn shame man that's embarrassing so now she's going through this whole process she's uh having her peers judge her and the peers wanted to see the photos to see I honestly, if I was on that panel, I'd be like, yeah, I want to see those photos because I got, I got to see this. Like, are, like, is she in a Zorro mask? <laughs> Does she have a ball gag on? Yeah, I'd, I'd want to see. I'm, I'm just disgusting that way, though. I'm the same person that looked at the Jennifer Lawrence naked pictures. Uh, it makes me bad. Bad, bad person. Yeah. Real bad. Like, you better, you better cross the street. I'm so bad. Yeah. Real bad. Leather jacket. Greasy hair bad. I'm the Fonz, basically. I'm the fat Fonz. Okay. So now, fast forward to a couple months ago, and guess how much money our judicial system, how much money, taxpayer money, was spent on deciding this woman's fate? How much? Guess. 500000 No. Higher. $1.2 million? No. Higher. Three million dollars of taxpayer money was spent on deciding if this woman was fit to be a judge because she had naked pictures taken of her. Okay, I live in a city where last year the city didn't clean the streets. They didn't scrape down the snow off the streets. Do you remember all those times I'm cruising along in my little mailman van and all of a sudden because like you end up with these ruts where the tires go and it doesn't matter if you're doing trust me I was doing 15 kilometers an hour you kind of ping pong in those ruts and you spin around and and 
the the car insurance must have cost them a fucking fortune and the city blames the drivers but i assure you i was going really slow because i had been spun around last year i think three times total like what the fuck and we don't have money to clean the streets properly i'm trudging through snow on the sidewalks too little goat paths all the streets i was doing that year little goat paths but we have three million fucking dollars to decide if this pretty relatively unattractive woman could continue as a judge because she had some nudie polaroids that her husband shared with someone that he really shouldn't have three million fucking dollars like i i really feel like this woman has been insulted a by the black man not wanting to fuck her b because her peers wanted to see the photos and she put in a motion to stop that. And eventually what happened was she just waited them out. So now she gets to retire as a judge and she makes $135,000 a year because she'd been in the position technically for 10 years. $135,000 a year for the rest of her life. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. Okay, so first the man Ningo doesn't want to fuck her. Next, her peers want to see the photos. And in the end, I feel like she won. And it cost, it cost the government $3 million. Those have got to be the most expensive nude photos that no one wanted to see. Eesh. Okay, so who are we going to hear from next year? We're going to hear from eh, whoever the fuck I want. Hang on. Ooh, I picked one. I picked one. Okay, this is from uh, a new submitter named Julia. And it's... Uh, supposed to be a sex story. I haven't heard it yet. I'm very excited. <laughs> Hang on. Hi, Sandra. I just wanted to share a funny story about straight sex with you and your listeners. So for the record, I'm gay. I have always liked girls. There's never been any question about that, like, at all. But when I was younger, I did sleep with a couple of men more out of convenience, I'd say. Because, you know, sometimes you just want to have sex. And guys are easy to pick up. Way easy. And uh, I never have to worry about falling in love with them or any crazy shit like that. Because I just want to get off and go home and not talk to you again. So I'm sure that makes me a terrible person. But hey, I was young. Everybody does stupid things when they're young, right? So I was hooking up with this guy. And I had a good time, you know. And he, I guess, still had to come. And he said that uh, he really liked it when girls deep-throated him. And at this point in my life, I'd only really given one or two blowjobs. It's never been a thing that I've ever enjoyed. It's, it's uh, honestly the grossest thing I can think of. But I didn't want to be selfish. I had an orgasm. I thought, I'll repay the favor. I don't want to blue ball this guy. So uh, I'm, I get down there, and I'm doing my thing, and I'm going to town. And then uh, I guess he got a little enthusiastic and kind of grabbed the back of my head and, you know, pushed himself forward. And, and uh, he found my gag reflex right in the back of my throat. And I definitely puked all over his dick. And not just puke. Like, messy puke. Like, I'm pretty sure I had spaghetti that night, and I had a couple of beers, and not pretty. Not pretty. Yeah, so that, uh, that ended things quite quickly. There's nothing like a bit of puke all over yourself to kill the mood. Um, I was pretty mortified. 
he immediately got up and like grabbed the sheets and went out of the room i'm sure he went out to clean himself or whatever and and then uh yeah basically he left i don't really blame him <laughs> and thank god he lives in another town another city i never have to see this guy again because holy shit one of the most embarrassing points of my life also thank god i'm gay because i'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that straight sex is not on the list of things that I'm good at. I sympathy gagged right along with you pretty much at this whole, the whole situation. But yeah, okay. Barfing up spaghetti and beer on someone's crotch is kind of, yeah, I'd consider that unattractive. Uh-huh. Ugh, fuck. Uh, well, um, it kind of, I feel like it kind of serves them right. I mean... Poke it around in the back of somebody's throat? Yeah. You're, you're going to wind up with, with a lap full of something. Okay? You, you got... Uh, barf. I never under... I feel sorry for women and gay men because that's a lot of work, what you guys have to do with that thing. with a, Like, putting a penis in your mouth? It's not just like you just kind of... Like, I find when you go down a, on a girl, it's not so acrobatic. You don't have to worry about your gag reflex unless... Unless something's gone horribly wrong for her down there. Uh, like unless, like even then, you just kind of lick a bit and it's it's all it's all good. It'll be clean in about ten licks, no matter what. Any girl. So if you're wondering how to peel away that tootsie pop stank, how many licks to the center of that tootsie pop skunk? It, ten licks. And then you're just down to like basics. You're good. Solid. The pH level is balanced at that point. It's pretty neutral. But man, going down on a guy like fucking ugh. It's just, it's not only, like, it's just, it's labor-intensive, and then, yeah, there's the gag reflex that we're all fucking born with. Yeah. <clears throat> I, it's safe to say, Julia, you won that round. I don't know that he'll be poking his dick around the back of anyone's throat for a good long time. Big dummy. Okay, let's hear from Shanice. Shanice has a coming-out story that I'm really interested to hear, so we'll hear from her. And then I think, I think that's going to be about it for today because I'm tired and I got to cook my pork roast. So on the next episode, we'll hear from Tails and Rose. And then I think I'm just about caught up on everything. So if you want to send something in, please do. Change of address 69 at gmail.com. But hang on, here's uh, Shanice. Hi there, guys. It's Shanice. And uh, today I want to share with you my coming out story. Um, so I just want to start by saying everybody around me seemed to think I was gay before I even knew I was gay. I honestly was one of those teenagers that was all Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Um, maybe the idea was intriguing and I was hiding it, I'm not sure, but whatever. There were, there were a lot of signs, especially early on, that I was a, a very gay lady. Um, but nonetheless, I, I didn't know until the first time I slept with a girl. I mean, my rainbow bedspread and Hannah Montana posters all over my room didn't clue me in. Anyway, so what happened was there was this friend of mine. Um, you know what? I'll give her real name. Why not? Her name is Chantal. And uh, I guess she was hot. I don't know. I never really thought much about it because, like I said, I wasn't really thinking that I was gay at the time. But anyway, we had this four-day four sleepover when I think I was 16 when it happened. And... Um, Basically, on one of the days during the sleepover, 
I was giving her a massage. Now, this is just something that I've always done. Never really thought anything of it. Just, I'm good at giving massages. So I started giving her a massage, just a back massage. And I went to like shift positions and I accidentally whacked her in the butt a little bit. And then she decided to be like, oh, now you're giving me a butt massage. So the idea kind of intrigued me, I guess. And so my massage ended up a little lower and I started giving her a back and butt massage. And then she said in a very kind of sexual manner, whatever you do, stay away from my thighs. So, well, what do I do? I go for the thighs and I start, you know, just kind of lightly touching and see, see what happens. Like, I don't know what's going to happen if I touch those thighs. I'm very intrigued by the thighs. And she starts like kind of grinding into the bed and like, you know, getting really moany and things girls do when you turn them on. So, um, that, that was intriguing. Um, I, I definitely can say I liked it. And then there was that, that moment, like right out of the movies where you're staring in each other's eyes and you just know, you just know you are going to fuck this bitch. So anyway, I get eye glazing moment and we start making out all hot and heavy. And I was a, I was a very innocent teenager, actually. Uh, I think this was my own, my second time kissing somebody ever. And I, I don't know, I didn't know what I was doing to say the least. So all of a sudden she looks at me and she's like, take off your pants. And I'm just like, Oh, but I'm not wearing any underwear. And she's like, well, that's kind of the point. And I remember she had really, really sharp fingernails. Now, <laughs> all these lesbians know that a lesbian with sharp nails is single, or at least that's what we call them. But I guess in the heat of the moment, I didn't care. I took off the freaking pants. I'm sure I was soaked beyond compare. Like I said, all the stars were aligning here. You know, I had I had maybe done a couple things with guys before that, and you know, it just it kind of laid there like a dead fish. But here, I was, I was into it. I, I was very happy about this. Anyway, so things happened. She did things to me. I didn't end up doing them back because I, like I said, I had no idea what I was doing. And then we kind of just cuddled and fell asleep. And I had to leave super early the next day for work. And I just remember waking up, going, "That, did, did that happen?" So, you know, I was working at Perkins at the time. I go to my job. I'm kind of like on cloud nine, just walking around and the radio's playing and Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl was really big that summer. So that starts playing and I'm like jamming out to that song. I'm like, I did like it. I liked it. Am I gay? No, no, no. I figured I was bisexual at least. I mean, don't we all when we first come out? So whatever that happened. And then I went back to my house and she was still there because for some reason she never left my house. And I, I tried to bring it up with her and she kind of just like brushed me off like it never happened. And my God, I was disappointed. And from that day forward, I was madly in love with that girl. But uh, that is another story. Um, so yeah, that was my first time with a girl. And I actually had no problem coming out after that because everybody thought I was gay anyway. So I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, keep on listening to Change of Address, guys. That was, that was a really good, really good sex story. That was maybe more my speed because there's less dinks and barfing in it. But you got to admit, the dinks and barfing story, fucking hilarious. That was pretty good. <laughs> I've never had anyone <laughs> throw up in my lap. I think at first I was just like in such like, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm totally on a delayed reaction here. <laughs> I'm tired, but 
Uh, could you imagine going home with your fucking pubes full of spaghetti barf? <laughs> Sorry, Julia. Sorry. It just hit me now. I was just kind of grossed out before, but now it's just like. <laughs> I hope you laughed. I hope you laughed. I don't I don't know. I know you're not supposed to laugh during sex, but I hope you laughed. Oh, you certainly can laugh now, can't you? That's pretty funny. Okay, um sorry. Anyway, back back to uh Shanice. That was a really good segment. I laughed. I cried. I got a lady boner. It was just it was good. It's a very good storytelling there. Uh I took a couple notes. Uh sleepover massage. I never tried the massage ever. That's a good move. I'm sure it was quite innocent. Uh, that is a really good move. W- were you guys oily? Was any? Okay, now I'm getting gross. I'm getting gross. You told me a teenage sex story and I made it disgusting. But keep in mind, this is the same person who has nightmares about where to hide porn. Okay? Let's just make sure everybody knows that I'm a fucking weirdo pervert. And the fingernail comment you made. She had sharp nails. Yes, everyone knows that a, a lesbian with long nails is either A, in really bad porn... B, a really bad movie called The Gymnast that I watched early this morning. Or C, single. And D, don't forget D, Pillow Princess. Um, Because when, when you touch a woman's vagina, I do like a little bit of nail, but like um, maintained, like, you know, cuticles, not good. I don't like a lot of cuticle. Anything pointy is really not very lovely. But... I've, I've dated a few pillow princesses in my time. And I know probably guys think that just straight girls are pillow princesses. No, lots of women don't like to be very active during sex. It doesn't mean they don't like to reciprocate. It just means they like to just lay there. I think if we're going to get gross, if today's going to be the pervert show, they're all pervert shows, the, the hottest thing I think a woman has ever said to me was, how do you want me? Oh my God. I was just like, oh my God. And then she proceeded to never touch me ever. (laughs) It was just the fucking worst. Like the fucking worst. I mean, it's cool to date someone who's game for anything. It would fucking like, I don't know, dry hump you while wearing a sombrero. These are all fun things. But, but you know, it would have been better than maybe getting dry humped and having her wear a sombrero. Touch my vagina, please. Jesus Christ touch my vagina. Okay. I'm gonna have to isolate that audio. I think that's going to be a ringtone. I think I'm going to make that a ringtone for myself. Uh, okay. I don't know. I can't think of really anything else to say. I'm looking at my notes here and, um, okay. I'm going to get really Canadian again. First with the judge nudie picture thing. And now with John Gameshi or John, John Gameshi. He's like our Ryan Seacrest ish. I don't know. He's like a, he was in a band called Moxie Fruvis. Do you remember Moxie Fruvis? He was like a singer in that band and then he ended up hosting um, a pretty big radio show where he had like celebrities and stuff come on, other musicians. It was like a big deal. And he was fired from the CBC, which is like our only <laughs> real big Canadian uh, TV TV station and they did other broadcasting like the radio, right? So he was fired from there and they gave him the option to leave quietly and he chose not to. And he went public about his sexual appetites and he made it sound like like he likes rough sex, but it was between consenting adults and all this stuff. And 
since then, he, he filed a $55 million lawsuit against the CBC, and he's recently taken it back, and a lot of women have come forward, some of them anonymously and some of them not so anonymously, and now he's being charged. Because, like, he would randomly hurt, like, invite girls over, and when things started to get intimate, he would, like, choke them, he would slap them, he would punch them. He was just a fucking weirdo. And at first, when I heard this story, I wanted to get behind him and say, like, well, who cares? Fuck. If he's having rough sex with a woman who likes it, what's the big fucking deal? Just because it's not something that you're into doesn't mean it's, like, wrong. That's how I feel about being gay. Just because it's not something you're into doesn't mean it's wrong. It's between two consenting adults. We love each other and care about each other very much. Blah, blah, blah. And then and then the news stories started coming out and all these women were coming forward and he would just do the same thing to all of them, like hit them and they weren't expecting it. They weren't consenting to it. There was no safe word. There was no green octopus. That's my safe word, green octopus. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't have a safe word. And... Although my, my fingernails are neatly trimmed, just in case you were wondering, just in case you're wondering, okay? Neatly trimmed, always ready, always ready. Uh, now, he, I think his first mistake was fucking with Lucy from the Trailer Park Boys. If you haven't seen the Trailer Park Boys, it's a Canadian show. They just swear a lot. They're a bunch of dummies. They sell drugs. They act like assholes. It's actually really funny. So now it turns out the character on the show, Ricky, his baby mama on the Trailer Park Boys is this woman, Lucy. And the lady, the actress that plays Lucy, came forward and said, yeah, this little fucking weasel, John, 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 do you hear a difference there? John, John, me neither. He did it to her. Now you don't, look, all my Canadians out there, you know, you don't fuck with Lucy. No one fucks with Lucy, okay? Now, now look at him. He's going to go to fucking jail. All these women came forward and they're charging him now. Ha, 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 stupid. Like, he couldn't find someone who was into S&M, someone who knew what they were doing. He had to go and fucking assault innocent women. You can't just go and go on a date, sit on your, on your couch in front of a roaring fire and sip on some cognac and then punch a girl in the face and try and fuck her. Like, you, it's, you just can't, okay? The caveman daves are over and you just, you can't. You just can't, Jan. You just can't. Okay, I think that's it. I think I've had... This has been a really Canadian show. Really Canadian. Maybe not the best parts about being Canadian. What are good things about being Canadian? Oh yeah, free healthcare. I can marry my wife and be... And it's totally legit. These are all awesome things. Um, the snow, great. It's been a beautiful winter here so far, in case you were wondering. Um, I don't love my dickie. I'm so gay. How gay is she? I'm so gay. I won't even wear a dickie. I will not wear a dickie. Okay? That's how gay I am. In case you're wondering, my nails are very short, and I will not wear a dickie. Okay, so that's about it for me. I think I've said that 150 times, but that's it. I'm on vacation next week, so who knows? I could do a show a day. I could do no shows. I don't know. The winter, although pretty and relatively mild, is sucking my soul. And not the way that Julia tried to suck that other guy's soul out, but like the real way with no, no barfing. There was no expelling of any liquids. Uh, so I just feel less motivated, but I will do a minimum of one show a week. So just hang in there. And once spring comes, I'm sure I'll have plenty of things to yap about. Plenty of things. So just stick with me. 
tell a friend, tell a couple friends that they should listen to this awful show in Canada. This awful free show in Canada. Thanks again. I got uh, a couple more donations this week. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And if you want me to say your name, send an email. I will gladly send. Say your name. Say my name. Say my name. Okay. I can't stand myself. I got to go put my pork in the oven, if you know what I mean. Haba, haba. Okay. God, I just... Does everyone have that intense self-loathing that I have? Or is it something just for me? I think Mark Maron hates himself a lot too, but he's kind of a way shittier person than I am. Only in the sense that he's had contact with way more people. He's got a broader scope. I've really fucked over about 20 people in my life that I really regret. But he, wow, must be in the hundreds at least. Okay, so I'm Sandra D. Sanchez on Twitter, on Facebook. Feel free to friend me. I'm not weird. I don't put anything private on my podcasting account on Facebook. It's just nonsense so if you want to friend me on there don't be afraid i don't refuse anyone you can like the change of address facebook page you can find me on twitter blah 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 change of address 69 at gmail.com if you want to help me help me help you send something in you can use a pseudonym you can use your real name you can tell me about your testicles i really i don't care everyone's got a shit story send one in if you, if you as well have thrown up on a man's genitalia, I'd like to hear about it. I think we'd all like to hear about it. Okay. I think we'd all like to hear about it. Uh, yeah, that's it. So leave an iTunes review too. Don't be a dick. Okay. Like it's not much except for Rainbow. Rainbow is exempt because she doesn't know anything about iTunes. And I think I'm in love with her girlfriend, Lisa. So she's exempt because I'm going to be moving in there soon. And not to take your place, but just to join you platonically i just i just really feel like lisa and i have really connected okay so don't be threatened by that it's, i'm unattractive uh yeah that's it fuck off leave an itunes review don't be a bitch okay